Welcome to the Talking Nutrition Podcast, where twice a week you'll learn about all things health, fitness, and mindset. I'm your host, Yon Investors, and it's my goal to simplify nutrition, provide you with actionable strategies, and teach you repeatable systems so you can create real results that last. Now, real quick, you won't find any crazy restrictive diets or quick fixes here, and the stuff that we talk about is basic, easy to apply, and effective. However, the only way to create change is by putting what you learn into action. Now, go ahead and grab yourself a coffee, pour me one while you're at it, and let's dive into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Talking Nutrition. Today is a bonus episode where I want to share with you the recording of a rapid fire QA that we did for our current Momentum May challenge inside of our free fitness community on Facebook, which, by the way, I can link down below. So if you'd like to join us, it's completely free. There's no sales pitch, like no surprises, right? <laughs> it's really just a place where we want to help you. So we have uh, free trainings, we go live every single week. We have downloads, we have tools. There's a lot of good stuff in there. I'd like you to check this out. I think it's really going to be beneficial because there's a lot of shit online where sure you get the information, but there's not a lot of help in terms of like applying this stuff. And that's really where we come in, where that free group, like we actually help you take action on this, right? So so if you'd like to join us, I'll make sure to drop the link down below. We are currently like halfway into our challenge, so you cannot join us right now. But if you want to join us next time, which full transparency, we will be doing another one in September. So it's not going to be for a while. But if you want to join us in September, make sure to jump in a group and just grab your free downloads, join the live trainings, like engage and ask questions, right? Because that's what it's for. And then if you like to, you can join us next time in September. But that being said, let's get into the episode. Enjoy. And I'll talk to you very soon. First question. Do you have any tips for a good meal before training to avoid running out in quotes? So a uh, couple of things to consider here, right? So most of our workout is actually going to be fueled through glycogen. That's our stored carbohydrate in your muscle and liver. So mostly muscle, right? That's your fuel tank. So you want to think about it that way. Your muscles are almost like a yeah storage tank for sugar, which is that main fuel source. We need that. And I know also that this person does CrossFit. So especially then, if it's higher intensity training, we definitely want to have a carbs, right? And I mean, I, I do have a CrossFit background too, and we still see a lot of people under eating carbs, even though they're doing like highly glycolytic training, like very intense stuff that's very stressful on the body, which is okay, right? It's not bad per se, but we want to fuel for that. Now, back to the actual question. So it's mostly going to be fueled through glycogen. So that means that we actually want to make sure that we just get plenty of food throughout the day, because here's the thing. It takes just about 24 hours to replenish. Now, that being said, if you train in the morning, you want to make sure that your evening meal from the day before that is decent in carbohydrate, right? Because that's when you do that refueling. It takes a little bit of time. Then let's say you train in the evening. Well, then you just want to make sure that, like you have like a good breakfast, a little bit for lunch maybe, just so you get some fuel throughout the day so you get to restore but that's not to say that your pre-workout meal is not important. Definitely not. Like you, you want to have something. I, I'm a big fan of that. But pre-workout meaning like one to two hours, right? And that's actually the, the next part of the question. But okay. So that being said, right? So we want to make sure that we just overall, we get enough. We, we want to get your carbs, right? It's going to depend on your face. Uh, but I don't think we should really be running into that scenario in general for the most part it really depends once again what's phasure and etc but running out it can be a sign of just not getting enough throughout the day right just calorie light now either way um for your pre-workout meal 
uh, any tips for that? I would say something right, because here's the thing too. So after watching your daily intake, right? I would say, make sure that, I mean, e- either way, get your protein in, right? Every single meal should be protein. So you take your daily protein target, divide that by, by however many meals you want to have, and then you have your individual meal target. So that's super simple. If you don't track quarter of your plate, there you go. Or like a, you know, like a, a palm-sized portion, for example. Now, you want to have something light. Now, I will say this is a little bit of a detail, and it also really depends on how soon or how close to your training you're eating. But you don't really want to have something that's really like massive. So like you don't want to have like a full plate of broccoli, for example. <laughs> so what we want to do is we want to keep it a little bit lighter, right? You got your protein. You definitely want to have your carbs. So here, this is a great moment to have more carbohydrate in your meal. To have, I wouldn't say double, that would maybe be for your post-workout. Just in between, like a, a good amount of carbohydrate to fuel that training. Now, with that, right, um, I wouldn't necessarily add a whole bunch of fat and fiber. Again, not bad per se. We're really splitting hairs for the most part here. But fat and fiber slow down digestion. Meaning, hey, again, like depending on how close the training it is, we might just still be like digesting that meal. It's not going to feel great, right? So you want to keep it light. But if you want to have like a snack instead of a full meal, right? So you maybe one to two hours before your workout, you could have like your, your post-workout, sorry, pre-workout meal. And then maybe like a pre-workout snack is a little bit extra. Think uh, like a banana, maybe like a yogurt, maybe like one of those like squeeze yogurts, for example. Um, yeah, those, those type of things, you know, like applesauce, those kind of things, like easy, like quick, you know, or like a protein bar even, or like a sports drink. Uh, maybe about 30 minutes before training, you know, so that should do the trick. Um, and then, I mean, next part of the question was how long before training is a meal recommended? So once again, one, two hours from the actual meal, maybe like 30 minutes if you want to have a snack. And by the way, even during, it's cool to have some. And when nutrition is dialed in, once again, it's mostly going to depend on your daily intake, but when that's dialed in and we could get out like a, a couple more like percentages, like of additional, we want to just squeeze a little bit more out, you know, we could actually have some during your training. Um, I'm a big fan of, even if it's just like a quick Gatorade or something, like a sports drink where you get sodium, uh, you get some sugars and some easy sugars, like quick sugars, um, especially highly branched like dextrin, one of my favorites. And you could even just add like creatine and you, you, you know, add whatever you want. You could even have some protein there or essential amino acids. But what I will say, let's just keep it super simple, right? Let's focus on like getting an actual meal in, maybe a little bit extra before training, um, potentially some intra-workout carbs if we want to, but it really depends, and I know for this specific person, um, to be honest, like for most people, it's, it's actually like a tiny detail that we probably don't even have to get into, you know, the intra-workout at least. Now, uh, next question. So tips on how to include more salad in daily meals. I love that question. Um, and or sorry, and then it says, or is it cool to focus on salad and veggies at the same time? Okay, interesting. So, <laughs> first part of the question: so tips on how to include more salad in daily meals. It's it is a matter of like <laughs> buying it at the store and eating it. <laughs> like all joking aside, like it's a matter of doing. You know, with these kind of things, <laughs> when. You know, like what's what's the easiest way to get our fruits and our, our veggies, like our water? It's it is a matter of doing. So if we're 
looking for inspiration. Okay, let's actually sit down and, and find some options that we like. But again, like we do need to just buy it and then eat it. <laughs> again, though, um, all joking aside, like fruits and vegetables are part of those things that we just kind of need to do, right? Your parents always told you, hey, you gotta get your fruits, your veggies, right? Or at least I hope so. Um, they're, they're super important and we can't really get around it. You know, I know these, these days people are really big on like the greens drinks, but it's not really the same. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice little like insurance policy is like a little extra, you know, but it's not going to replace your actual fruits and veggies. So that being said, you just need to get it in one up to three servings of fruit per day, two up to four for veggies. And that goes for most people. I like to be on the higher end, especially when I'm dieting, for example, we have our clients also just focus on really like filling foods, you know, uh, just to kind of like mitigate the hunger. But these foods are going to give you fiber, which is crucial for health, right? Uh, super important for digestion as well. We're going to get your micronutrients, like right? your vitamins and minerals, phytonutrients. And these are not like, especially the vitamins and minerals, I mean, they're not like optional or essential, meaning like we actually need them for like proper function, you know? Um, if we're missing out on a bunch like, consistently for a long period of time, we might have run into some issues, uh, health issues, you know, could even impact your metabolism. So altogether, right, I'd say like I like seeing clients get at least two of each fruits and veggies, right? Um, and a cool thing is too, by the way, so this is stuff that you can always keep up, right? Whether you're tracking or not, whether you're traveling, whether you're busy or whatever it may be, like any scenario, we can always get in our fruits. We can always get our veggies in, right? Which is, is really cool. So that means, right, for example, if you think, hey, I really want to dial in my nutrition, but I have a work trip coming up, but I know I'm going to be busy, but I know I'm going to go on my vacation. Hey, even that, right? Now, maybe vacation is not like the moment where, <laughs> where you're going to flip around like your whole lifestyle. But you could actually focus on, hey, let me get some more veggies in, get some more fruits in. Let me already get started because at the end of the day, it's stuff that we need to do anyway, right? If you're watching live, drop me a quick like, comment, do me a huge favor because, again, it does really help, uh, you know, Facebook actually show this stuff to our members in the group. But let's get back to the question. I like to bring this up every now and then, you know? Um, also, if you're watching the replay, by the way. Now, as for salad and veggies, like I would say that's the same, right? So... I mean, they're both just different types of vegetables, I guess. Salad, I mean, there's so many different forms of salad. <laughs> I'd say for the most part, it's going to at least include like lettuce and a whole bunch of other things. I really like to throw bell pepper in, etc. Yeah, same, same, right? Like, you know, vegetables, salad, whatever. And that being said, uh, which goes into the next question, for me, I don't eat a lot of actual salads. So even like now, this challenge is really kind of fun for me to change it up to but I just focus on like having fruits and vegetables with every single meal. So same, same. Uh, next question would be, what is your favorite salad? <laughs> so I don't know what it's called. I have to think about this one. Um, but I could think of the name, but it has, it has like, it's mostly lettuce. I think that it probably has onion as well. I think red onion. Um, I know there's definitely walnuts and then there's honey, apple and goat cheese. I don't know what it's called, but it's super fucking good. Google, right? A salad with goat cheese, walnuts, whatever. There's probably going to be a ton of ver versions, but that's a really nice combo. Um, or like a good like pasta salad, right? So with maybe like some tuna, for example, super easy to throw together. For the most part, again, like 
I don't eat a lot of actual salads, but I just have my, my fruits and veggies with every single meal. So for example, with breakfast, I'll have my oats and then I'll top them with berries, you know, or a kiwi or usually both even. I, I have that for my breakfast and then a kiwi as a little snack uh, for lunch. I usually have like a bell pepper and then for dinner, like we just change it up. Like asparagus, green beans, broccoli, those kind of things. It's, it's about changing it up, you know, with veggies, you can't really go wrong. You want to have different colors for different micronutrients. And once again, those are essential, so we do need them. But I was going to keep you full. It's going to just make you feel good, you know. And we do need that stuff. And we we can get like a green drink that's great and that's fine. Like there's some, some quite good ones these days, but it's not going to replace it, you know. It's not going to replace like actual fruits and, and veggies, um, which really plays into the next question. Almost so actually, let's get into that. Um, so tips for healthy alternatives when you crave something sweet. I think like fruits are great there, you know, like instead of, because I see there's a lot in the space where there's a lot of like glorifying of the, the sugar free options and the low calorie options. And those are all great. And the, you know, the zero calorie sauces and all this stuff, but I don't even think we need to like glorify shit just because it's low calorie, right? It just depends. And I mean, if anything, you can also just have, have something sweet. It is fine. Right. Um, but back to what I was saying, so with our fruits, and I just had someone, one of my clients last week, she hit um, 26 grams of fiber on 1,400 calories. She's a bit shorter, right? So um, we're really working on just like, you know, getting her through her diet. We're getting towards the end now. She's getting super lean. And we really want to get it in volume in. So we're really working on fruits and vegetables, right? And she's hitting 26 grams of fiber in within like 1400 calories. So that's super impressive. Now that being said, um, exact like examples, I should say watermelon, um, strawberry, those are great because you can literally eat like 150, like 200 grams of that stuff. And it's like 50 calories, which is great. So you're going to get a whole lot of volume in, you're going to get a lot of vitamins. Um, I mean, watermelon, especially it's mostly just water. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like you're going to get a lot of volume in, it's low calorie and you can have a whole lot of it. So I do like having like fruit, for example, as a snack there, you know, um, let me see what I wrote down. Otherwise it just fills you up, like makes you feel good. You know what I mean? And also if you're tuning in live, drop me a quick like, drop me a comment, say what's up, show me your face, send me a message afterwards, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but either way, um, otherwise a nice little tip as well. I am a big fan of diet sodas. I got a good question about this yesterday in our uh, other group, so in our group coaching group, um, if diet sodas are okay to drink, and yes, they are totally fine, you can have them. I know there's a lot of demonizing on, you know, just about anything these days. Like, just about everything is going to kill you these days, you know? Even, like, fruits and all. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but long story short, like, you can totally have your diet sodas. It's totally cool. I'm actually a big fan of it. During a diet, it's going to kind of give you, like, it's it's gonna cover gonna cover that sweet tooth, you know. Uh, the carbonation really kind of keeps you full a little bit as well. So there's that, um, and there's actually research on that too that shows that diet sodas can actually help with weight loss, and probably for that reason, right? You get something sweet, it kind of fills you up a little bit, kind of keeps you going. So big fan of that. I mean, linking this back to our challenge, right? I still think that we should at least get a couple of bottles of water in per day, right? Maybe not drink like liters of diet soda with every single meal, <laughs> but it is fine to have. So that's a little tip there. Um, again, you can also just have something sweet. Like it is fine. You know what I mean? Like 
just because something is slightly higher in calories or sugar, even, you know, um, slightly more processed, like it doesn't make it bad per se, just because something is sweet or, you know, like the stuff that we're usually told, like, oh, that's, that's not good for you. Right? We can have it. It's just context, you know? Are we eating candy every single meal? Like, probably not a great idea. But is there a time and place for a little chocolate, some candy, like uh, even just like a real soda, like whatever you want to have, right? Yeah, sure. You can have that. It's fine. You know, it's just context. And um, I even tell people sometimes, like if they actually struggle getting enough calories in, hey, let's just actually include some of that. Because as much as I have everyone focus on mostly minimally processed foods, like 80% of the time in the diet, maybe like 90%, but like mostly minimally processed foods, whole foods, that's the stuff we want to have anyway. But like, let's leave some room for the fun stuff. Make it like sustainable, flexible. And we all have those foods that we kind of just want to include. And it is fine. And that same client I was just talking about, she even includes some pieces of chocolate in her breakfast every now and then. So it's possible, right? It's possible we can use all to kind of fit it in as long as you cover your basis, which brings me to my last point for this question, right? When you do that, right? You have mostly minimally processed foods, whole foods, right? For the most part, there's nothing wrong with a, a, a bit of candy, some diet soda, whatever. As much, you know, like fear mongering there is these days, it's totally fine to have that stuff, you know? Keep it flexible, like keep it fun, like live a little bit, you know? Don't overdo it, don't take this out of context, right? This is not like if it fits your macros, right? Whereas just macros and food quality doesn't fucking matter. Like, no, that's not what it is. This is like flexible dieting. You mostly cover your bases. You mostly eat healthy in quotes, right? And then there's plenty of room for the fun stuff. And even like drinks, like alcohol and stuff. Like, is it great to have a whole bunch? You know, every single day? Probably not, right? But some people like to have some drinks. And let's just include a little bit of that, right? Every now and then. It's also okay. Moderation. I know we don't like moderation, but <laughs> that is the answer, you know? Um, lastly, last question for this week. So, uh, suggestions for salads. I mean, I did give my, my favorites already, um, but you know what it is? With this stuff, I, I think it's also like part of just kind of like being curious of like, hey, what do nutrition coaches do, right? But part of my job as a coach, right? is not just to give people a meal, but like we don't even do meal plans, right? We don't do that shit. Like we don't have the app that just automatically updates your recipes. Like nothing wrong with that, but like I don't think that teaches you something. I'm here to teach you something. At least that's my approach, right? So what I do, what I think is my responsibility is to push you to become more autonomous, to become more proactive, to become resourceful, to make sure that down the line, like half a year later, whatever, or maybe a year for some people, depends. And my phone just gave me a notification. The battery's almost dead, but we're good still. Um, but, you know, at least, like, let's say at least half a year, right? So that down the line, you're going to be fine on your own. Like, that's my goal for you. I'm here to get you the results to show you, hey, this is how you do it. This is how we maintain it. I'm here to hold you accountable, but to also teach you this shit because... I think it's important to make sure that you understand every step you take because at the end of the day, it's going to be up to you. It's going to be to your habits, your lifestyle. I'm not going to be there for you down the line, right? As much as I like working with our clients for a long time, I have people staying with us for two plus years, which is incredible. Like one or two years, you know, a couple of people longer, like that's super fucking cool. And I really know those people, right? 
It was like my friend, my family. It's super sick. It's, it's the cool thing ever, you know? But that's mostly for like the, the accountability. Will they be able to do this on their own? Yeah, by now, yeah, of course, you know? And that's the goal. So it's part of my job to push you to become autonomous, to do this shit on your own, to become resourceful, be proactive, right? And that being said, right? <laughs> there is Google. <laughs> there is Google where you can look up salad recipes or, you know, if, and if you don't like one, like let's say, for example, you don't like one that has goat cheese. Okay, you go for salad without goat cheese. You know what I mean? No, I'm serious. Or, or like vegetarian, high protein like, salads or something like that. You know, like get specific, but like go to Google, look it up because everyone's going to like different stuff, first of all. But then on top of that, right, just because I'm a coach doesn't mean that I love, know the secrets in terms of like special salads or anything. It's just any salad, right? Get your veggies in. And that's, that's why this is part of our challenge. Like, let's just get some veggies in. Like, it doesn't really matter. Two fist size, you know, like portions basically together. Um, let's get some greens and like just change it up, you know, like play around with it. And that's again why we share, share this on our Instagram. Because then we not only do we show each other like, hey, we're doing this on a daily basis, we're getting our daily salad in, like we're also showing each other, hey, different salads with different ingredients, right? Get some inspiration. That's why we do this stuff. So um, again, I did share my uh, my favorites, but honestly, you Google, right? Look it up. Do a bit of searching, like be be proactive there and, and be resourceful and, and think out of the box too, right? Change it up. Look up, I don't know, tuna salad, chickpea salad, you know, high protein salad, fruit salad. Like you don't get a fruit salad, that's great too, you know. All right, that's it for today. As a thank you for sticking around, I'd love to send you a free copy of my ebook, The Definitive Fat Loss Nutrition Guide. Honestly, if you like the podcast, I'm sure you'll love the ebook. So if you want it, all you need to do is either click the link in the show notes or DM me on Instagram at johanvesters underscore OCS and I'll personally send it to you. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. I'll talk to you soon.